All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, October 4th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host on Monday and Tuesdays here over at MMA OB, Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, Marcel? How's it going, man? Hi, what's up, man? All good. Um, pretty tiring weekend, to be really honest, but uh, I'm glad to be here. So uh, I, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I've been, I've been working hard, too, man. I, I definitely feel that. Um, got this job. I think I was telling you guys, uh, I got a new job with bookies.com, which is a really, really cool website. Basically, what, what we do is, like, we were, like, review sports books. And like share like reviews of sports books. It's a really really good informative website. So um, definitely check it out, guys. If you haven't, if you're you know if you have any questions on sports betting, that website answers a lot of them. So I've been really busy with that, Marcel. But obviously been busy as hell with MMA too. And I watched the card in the weekend. We'll we'll talk a little about it. We're going to talk about UFC Vegas 38. We're going to talk about Bellator. I got I got to talk about that main event with you, man. And Glenn's here. Hey, Glenn, what's up, man? He says surprised not to still see steam coming out of yours after the MVP decision. I was heated about it, man. I wasn't happy with that decision. Um, and then the other the other card was Dana Wade's Contender Series. But uh, I think we should start with, with UFC, and then we'll go to Bellator and Dana Wade's Contender Series last year. Marcel, sounds good to you? It's up to you, man. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Let's start with UFC. So now this fight, guys, I mean, I, I was just thinking, I was like, I was in the car driving yesterday, and I was like, has there been a worse main event this year? Has there been a worse fight in the main event? Because to me, that was one of the worst main events I've, ever, I've seen in a long time. Have you, can you think of a worse fight this year that was a main event? No. Maybe like Michelle Waterson and, and Marina Rodriguez wasn't an exciting fight. I was thinking about that one. But, you know, this at least they were trying to win. Like these guys, guys, I don't know what you guys thought, but I, it sure looked just like a sparring match between two friends to me. That's what it looked like to me, Marcel. Two guys that just were, were respecting each other. Eight, like they only threw or only landed 40, 44 strikes for Santos, 48 strikes for walker in five rounds that's terrible guys you look at last week volkanovsky landed like over 250 strikes or something and uh uh ortega even landed like close to 100 it was a, it was a horrible fight and i had a lot of people saying to me you know you just can't enjoy a good technical fight i i can i can enjoy a technical fight but to me it's like these guys aren't being paid to spar they're being paid to fight they didn't really fight to me to me marcel they were just sparring they had no problem just pitter pattering for five rounds it was a terrible fight Santos won. I thought it was probably the right call, 48-47. There's a lot to talk about here. John Kavanaugh telling Johnny that he was up after the fourth round was some of the worst corner advice I've ever heard. And someone who bet on Johnny, that was brutal to hear that. I was like, why did you say that? Like, I think he actually had the chance to win a decision, which is nuts. Never thought that was going to happen. So on one hand, yeah, it's good he went the five rounds, Marcel. But this this new version of Johnny, I don't like this new version of Johnny Walker. Bring back the old Johnny Walker. Give me your thoughts on the fight, man, because I'm still like, confused what happened with this fight i thought it was an awful fight give me your thoughts guys how, how do i say that in a nice way what a fucking terrible fight man i mean it, it, it was really like man i'm kind of happy this fight was around 3 a.m you know and not about around 7 a.m um it was like a sparring match we're not even that hard of sparring you know what i mean uh, listen man i always say listen man i'm just a couch cunt i'm watching from my couch you know so yep. I'm, I, what can i do but uh now nah, it wasn't good, man, at all. And also, man, you got to tell me, man. I mean, I know Johnny Walker has been with SBG before. Yeah. But why the hell you're a light heavyweight guy and you're going to SBG, man? Because who are Who's you he working with there? With? Who's he even training yeah. with? Yeah, I mean, high level, pretty much. I don't think... That, yeah, you got Ryan Spillane there, who, is, who just went pro, who was uh, a former... I think he, he fought at the... I, I I MMA AF that uh, that uh, high level amateur uh, MMA uh, uh, organization. Um, 
but I don't understand that, you know, it's, it's like I said on Dutch podcast earlier today, like there are also some Dutch guys who are going to SBG, but at least those are featherweights and lightweights, you know, you got yeah. at least some good featherweights and lightweights there, but it's a light heavyweight. And then uh, I know his girlfriend is Irish or something, but yeah, dude, I, I was just about uh, to move, say move, that. I yeah. think that's why yeah, he but, moved there in the first place. Yeah, but she's, she's from move, there, right? Move the fuck to, to America. Go, go to, to Florida. Sanford, it's MMA. time to go to Florida. It's time to go to Sanford MMA. It's time yeah, to go to this, American Top you Team. Can, you got yeah. Brazilians there. You you will yeah. feel welcome there. Yeah, uh, your, this your is a bad mistake. Will be better even. I, I don't yeah. understand it, you know. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, the, and oh yeah, what you say the current advice? What the fuck, dude? It was two two going Easily into the fifth, two, in my opinion. Yeah. Santos Santos won the third round or the fifth round. So forty forty seven yeah. was the right call, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with the scorecard. Trust me, I was yeah. as someone who bet on Walker, I was I was hoping, guys, but I knew that he was probably going to lose that round because there was that one punch landed by Santos. One significant strike, really, that rocked his head back, and I was like, this fight's over. Because he didn't do anything after that to, like, fire back. He still could have won the fight. It was very frustrating to watch, guys. I'm sure you guys all felt the same way. Um, After the fight, Tiago Santos took the microphone. He said he's out of fights on his deal, but John Morgan came out today and said that he has three fights left to his contract. So clearly (laughs) he was just doing that to, to try to get a new contract and get more money. I found that there's no way I'm giving this guy more money after that fight. After the last two fights, they were both garbage. Um, I like Tiago Santos. Obviously, the guy's been a warrior for many years, an exciting guy. He's not the same guy anymore, though. He has to fight this way now because he can't fight like he used to. He'll lose. So he has to fight this way. But Johnny Walker, he can still fight the way he used to, Marcel. He's not an old man like Tiago. He's not 37 with busted knees. He's 29 years old in his prime, and he refused to do anything in the fight. It was so frustrating to watch. I love watching UFC, guys. It's, it's my favorite thing to do. Every Saturday night, I watch it. This was one of the few Saturday nights where I saw where I kind of felt like I should have been doing something else, you know? It was that mm-hmm. bad of a fight. I don't know. I, I, I just really didn't like the fight. I, I, f- I fully agree with you, man. I was happy like it was 3 a.m. I, I think I still went uh, after my computer for like one and a half hour more to do something else because I was like, I was like super bored, you know? Yeah, and, it was a boring fight. Uh, it really was. My, my fiance fell asleep. You know, my, my kid was sleeping too. So I was like, actually, <laughs> No, it was just it was it was a it was a snoozer. Um, if you want to like fall asleep, that'd be the fight to watch. I don't ever want to watch that fight again. I'm just getting some comments here. Let me get the comments from you guys. Um, this is a good comment here, Tristan. Hey, Tristan, he says that Rosenstruck gone was also a bad fight. I agree, that was also a bad fight. They're probably both in the same. Actually, ugh, at least at least Cyril did something in that fight. I felt like both guys did nothing in this fight. That's the difference, you know. Like Rosenstruck's been in some fights where he doesn't do anything, but this fight, I, I both think- guys didn't do anything. This kind of resembles the fight for me with uh, Jan Blahovic against Jacare Souza a few years ago. Yeah, a little ago. bit. Yeah, that was also a really crappy fight. Although that one was like more against the fence. They were just like shoving yeah. each other against the fence. And this fight was just, I don't know, guys. It was an awful fight. Let me get the comments, though. Tristan, I'll, get, I'll, I'll talk about the Holland fight in a sec. Marcus has a question. Do you guys see Johnny Walker having a bright future in the UFC training SPG? Fuck no, Marcus. I think we've already made that clear. Needs to go to a different gym. Like I said, Sanford MMA yeah. would be a really good gym for him, I think. Or, or American thing is. The thing is also it's such it's also here in the Netherlands, by the way. There's such a weird vibe with, oh, we're going to uh, we want to train somewhere else, not in our own country. We go to SBG here in Europe. Why are you going to SBG? I wouldn't go to that camp because you, you only go because Connor comes from there. Bro, he's, he's you... John's really turning into the, like Edmund Tarverdi in part two. He really is. Yeah. He had his Ronda Rousey was his Conor McGregor, and he has no like who else is there that's good. Liam McCord is okay, I guess he's decent, but I can't think of a, a good. Yeah. Real, really think, good fighter like Peter yeah, Parley, I think is okay. He's decent. Yeah, and James and James Gallagher. James Gallagher's decent. I mean, these guys are yeah. Bellator fighters. They're not even like they're not UFC top five, top ten guys. Like yeah, and Johnny it's Walker. also 
yeah. we're not talking shit here, but it's just weird to me that if you think as a fighter we go somewhere else in Europe, we're going to SBG. Yeah, that's pretty much purely because Connor comes from there. Because yeah. if you have to name five top fighters from SBG as a non-Irish person, you know, okay. you probably can't name them. Yeah, so. and 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 Johnny said, you know, he's going to be his, uh, John Cavanaugh's new like uh, Connor. That's what he said before the fight. He's like, I'm going to be the new Connor. I'm going to be the new Cash Cow. I don't think so, man. He's got to get back to his old style. I preferred the guy that got knocked out in the first round or knocked the other guy out in the first round. I don't like this mm -hmm. new style of Johnny Walker. This is not fun to watch. Get him back to the old style. Alex, what's up, man? How's it going, Alex? Tristan says he agrees with me. Terrible fights. Yeah, it was. Matt, what's up, man? If I'm a 205, I'm asking the UFC for Santa. Dude, I, I agree completely. He's top five. He's ranked, I think, fifth. I think a lot of these guys being Anthony Sippin, I think would beat him in a rematch if they want to do that. Um, <laughs> Yuri Pujasko would smash him. Obviously, they won't do that fight. Um, Rakic, I think, beat him again. Yeah, Dominic Reyes. You think that fight, that, that kind of makes sense, that, I guess. Right? That makes sense. You know, yeah, I would, and I think I Dominic put, wins that fight. Get him back on track, right? I, he needs to get I, back on I, track. I put Walker against Paul Craig or Young Kutunaga. Yeah, I would, I would give Walker someone like lower, like even like an OSP, honestly, because I think he needs to bounce back at this point. Like he's lost three or four guys, you know? He's got to bounce back. I mean, yeah. by the way, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind if they gave it a draw, man. They both didn't deserve Yeah, it was a bad fight. Uh, yeah, could have been. it could have been a 10-10 third round. It was really... I, I looked at the stats. They were really bad. They're really awful to look at. Like, it's just no action. Santos landed 10 strikes, I think, and, and Walker landed eight. So because he landed two more strikes, he won the round. It's that sad. Yeah. That's really sad. You saw my tweet. Uh, who was the winner of that night? All the other contenders in the light heavyweight division. It was just awful. Like I got like Rocket or Smith. I was looking at the division, saying, "Wow, like I'm I'm, I'm easily top five. Marcus says when Walker Sanders both the stars about Walker when I know his SPG was his camp. I had to confirm Adam when the fight started. I, this is I can confirm this. He Marcus messaged me was like, "Is he training with Connor?" I was like, "Yes," or Connor's camp, I should say. Is John Cavanaugh overrated? I I mean I, I've I've kind of always felt that way. I got to be honest with you guys. Like I've, it's not like just because of this guy. Uh, I've kind of always felt that Connor was like his only real like yeah. quality fighter. Yeah, that's also a very weird uh, rumor, and I heard from many persons that it's true that he that John Kavanaugh actually does the matchmaking for all Bellator. He used to, well, they're not doing it anymore. They don't have Bellator. Not anymore. Okay. When I did her, he was doing the Bellator matchmaking for the, the European series, and he would give favorable matchups to his fighters. They wouldn't always win. Yeah. But that's kind of obviously biased. We, we can talk about that with the. We'll talk about that in a second too. We got Kevin. Hey, Kevin, what's up, man? He says I think I saw on social media that Walker may have broken injured foot. Haven't seen a confirmation. I didn't see that either, but. That would, I guess that would kind of make sense, like, why he didn't fight as well if he had a broken foot. I mean, that's understandable, but uh, it was just a frustrating fight. But it, it, that, that's fair, Kevin. But what about Santos? Why didn't he throw anything? Like, it was just such an awful fight to watch. Jose's here. Hey, Jose. He's talking about next week's card. We'll talk about that tomorrow, Jose. Well, yeah. um, we'll, break it, don't, we'll break the whole card down. What are you going to say? We're going from frustrating fight two to frustrating right one fight. Yeah, one. we got to talk about this fight, guys. So this this is – I mean, I'm going to guess this is going to be like a 10 to 15-minute conversation here. So let's just talk about this fight, Kevin Holland and Kyle Dawkins. So obviously, guys, you know I picked Kyle Dawkins to win. I did put a little bit of money on him. And I'm not saying like the way that the fight played out, that's that's like a way I'd, I'd want to win. But here's the thing, okay? Here's my problem with this fight, Okay. The fight wasn't stopped as soon as the headbutt, the, sorry, the clash. It's not a headbutt. It's a clash of heads. Okay. We got to make that clear. It's a clash of heads. A headbutt's an illegal move. If he headbutted him, he would have been disqualified. So Holland would have won. Mm -hmm. Headbutt's an illegal move. A clash of heads is when two guys, they're getting in close, they smash each other in the head. I don't think either guy was trying to hurt each other with that head clash. It just happened. Unfortunately, Holland got knocked out, obviously. We all saw what happened, guys. But uh -huh. Dan, Big Dan fucked it up. Big Dan fucked this up. He should have stopped the fight as soon as Holland was knocked out. Instead, he went close to him and he's like, nope, he's up. He's awake. He woke up. 
So as soon as he woke up, <laughs> that fight's back on. To me, that fight's back on. And then Holland actually defended two submission attempts before the third submission attempt, which finished him. And it was like a minute later, Marcel. It wasn't like two, three seconds later. It wasn't like he knocked him out with the headbutt and then, or the, excuse me again, the clash of heads. And then they stopped the fight. Because if that happened, I would have been like, okay, obviously, I mean, what do you argue with? The fight went on a full minute after that, Marcel. They were fighting against the fence. There were three submission attempts. It's it's frustrating, you know? To me, it's like, I, I'm not saying that no contest is the wrong call. I think it is, in the end, the fair call. It's the right call in the end. But the way they got to the call is wrong. The way they did it is, it didn't even uh, match the uh, Nevada State Commission's own protocols. Aaron Bronster was talking about this on his Twitter yesterday. They have protocols for when Insta Replay is supposed to be used. This actually wasn't supposed to be used in that particular instance because the finish didn't happen from the choke. Or sorry, the finish happened from the choke, not from the headbutt, from the clash of heads. So the fight should have been stopped at the clash of heads because it didn't. I felt that they screwed up Dawkins because here's the thing. Kevin Hall had two ways, uh, two methods of, 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 okay, basically Kevin Holland could have a win or he could have had a no contest. But Kyle Dawkins could only have a no contest or a loss. That's not fair. That's not fair, guys. So to me, it's not fair. What happened wasn't fair. And again, it's all the ref's fault. He fucked it up. He saw the clash of heads. He saw Holland get knocked out. And he didn't stop the fight. This is all Big Dan's fault. He fucked it up, guys. Dan's a good ref. He's one of the better refs, probably. I mean, let's be honest. It's a hard job. But he saw the clash of heads. He even recognized it was like, hey, there's a clash of heads. But still let the fight go on. So to me, that's fucking bullshit. That They, they kind of robbed Dawkins <laughs> of his win bonus. That's why I'm pissed. I don't care about my mind. Who cares if I lost my bet? It's going to happen. I'm going to win at least bets. Kyle Dawkins got fucked out of what? His, his $12,000 win bonus. That guy probably really needs that $12,000. He got fucked out of that because of the ref. The way they did it was Sean Shelby going in, talking to the commission. Why was Sean Shelby yeah, here? What the hell? Yeah, exactly. I, you guys are seeing a little bit. I'm a little bit mad about this one. I'm just mad because of the way it happened. And her Dean's in there talking too. But to me, it's like, again, if there was an appeal after the fight and then they went to the commission, they talked about how Holland was. Uh, we all saw him get knocked out with the head with the clash of heads. I understand if they would overturn to no cards, but I've never seen a fight get overturned right after the fight. It's never happened, guys. It's never happened. It's never happened. So they just had a precedent-setting fight, basically, Marcel. And now in the future, when something like this happens, they better fucking do this again because they can't say they can't do it again because they just did it. So give me your thoughts on this, man, because this is this whole situation is nuts, but it's all Dan's fault. It's all Dan's fault. Give me your thoughts. Adam, in through the nose, outside through the mouth. Right. Let me get this comment because I, I know, guys, I'm, I'm really, I'm really heated about this. Because, again, I agree, I agree completely with Jose. Kyle's declared the winner, gets his win bonus, and days later gets overturned. Holland doesn't lose. Kyle gets, Dawkins gets his full paycheck. I agree. They got to keep the win bonus from the guy. That guy really needs that money, guys. He got fucked so bad. He got fucked really bad. You know what I mean? Glenn says Herb Dean's stick blames too. He could have stopped that after class. Same with the Molly McCann fight. That's, I, I can't remember if it was him or if someone else, but they saw the clash ahead. Remember that fight? They're like, that's a yeah. clash ahead. They let the fight continue. Yeah. I don't get it. If you see a clash ahead, a fighter gets knocked down. You have to stop the fight. John McCarthy on his podcast yesterday talked about. He said he's had a situation situation like this. King Mo and Seth Petruzzelli. There's a clash of heads. Seth got hurt. They stopped the fight. Gave him five minutes to clear his head, and they started the fight back again. Kevin Holland. If he'd been given five minutes by the referee and the doctor, he would have been able to fight still. This is all damn early on his fault, hundred percent. Okay, so <laughs> uh, I'm really fired up about it, and I was too, man, uh, on I Saturday am. because you know uh, I said on Twitter as well, like 
I don't have a problem with the outcome at the, at the moment, you know, but I have the problem how they get to the outcome, exactly. you know, and yeah. that's not, not the way. And people blasting me for it, man. I, you guys, some, either you don't know the rules or you're some biased son of bitches, you know what I mean? I got so, a lot of people blasting too. It's, I think it's a good yeah. thing that they talk about this whole issue, but, yeah, but you got to understand, guys, like me and Marcel and Aaron too. Aaron's another guy who's getting blasted. We've been watching this sport for, for years. And we've never seen this happen before. So why is it happening? Why is it okay now? You know what I mean, Marcel? Yeah, That's I, the thing. I, I, I'm not biased at all. I don't give a shit if I have my pick right or not, you know. But the thing is, um, Holland went down after the clash of heads, and he was clearly out, you know. Yeah. At that moment, you stopped the fight. You know, you just stopped the fight. And no, even Dan said to Herb Dean, because we could hear it on the broadcast, he yep. said like, yeah, I saw him go down and he was out, but he was immediately back awake, so I let him go on. No, so, that's the wrong thing. Wrong so thing you let him go back on. So why did the fight get overturned later on? It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make it's, sense. It's, it's, it's the wrong thing to do, you know? And then Herb Dean is like, yeah, maybe you can better do the no contest. So, but you, you, and what does Shelby there, man? Shelby, get the I, fuck I, out of there. You actually, get nothing as soon as Shelby came in, it sure seemed like yeah. that's when the discussion changed because the announcers were saying, okay, I think they're going to, they're just going to call this one a, a win for Dawkins and the next time yeah. they're going to do something differently. I think that's what Brendan Fitzgerald was, or yeah, it was Brendan was the commentator. I think he was saying that. Yeah. We got these comments too, guys. Matt says uh, props to Holland taking the rematch. He's, he's going to lose. Probably it looks like a bad match for him, right? Like it, that's why I picked Dawkins because of the wrestling. And by um, the way, again, uh, so, it wasn't a clean win, know, obviously. The, the, the is right. He did throw up a triangle. Uh, I, I also want to say like, what and people say that doesn't matter i mean it doesn't it does matter what would happen you know if this same thing happened holland got knocked knocked out by that clash of hats and one minute later holland knocks out darkness or you try to something then? exactly yeah they what, have what happens then? so yeah, why is exactly. that that doesn't make sense to me that the whole way so is could really only do darkest after that clash of hats couldn't win anymore that's the thing it's not fair he, it's not fair you're trying to look for a fair rule how is it fair yeah. when one guy couldn't win the fight that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, everyone's saying, oh, this is the fairest outcome. In the end, it is, but not at the time. At the time, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. What the I agree completely with Jose. Call it a win for Dawkins. A week later, change it. And then, you know, I don't, I don't think they would take his win bonus. He would probably keep it. Mm -hmm. This guy probably really needs that win bonus. He's fought, like, what, one time this year and he lost? He needs that mm -hmm. money, guys. He needs a lot more than the UFC does. I don't, I, I would assume that they didn't pay him. It would be nice if they just gave him that money. You know what I mean, Marcel? Because I think he got so screwed here by the ref. Yeah. <sighs> Kevin, uh, Kevin Nicholson, hey Kevin, he says Holland's defending the first two subs after the clash heads was knock. Knocko was amazing to me. Uh, Knocko is brain trauma by definition. I can't remember too many times where a guy's been knocked out and submitted in the same fight. I mean, how many times has that happened, right? It's been pretty pretty rare. Um, we've seen flash knockouts happen before in fights. It happens, guys wake up. It's just part of the game. But again, because it was a clash of heads, the referee should have stopped the fight immediately. And again, guys, he saw it. And I got to be honest, I'm watching the fight and I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, if they go to review, they're probably going to overturn it. I was thinking that. I'm thinking to myself, Dawkins needs to get to the end of the round. Because what happened? What would happen if we went to the end of the first round? Would they have just been like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna call the no contest from three minutes ago? You know what I mean, Marcel? Like then what would have happened, right? So Dawkins got screwed here, guys. He really did. I'm telling you, he got screwed here because of a weird rule. And again, it's it's no one's fault that head clash happened. And it's not Holland's fault. He sh Kevin shouldn't really have a loss on his record, but at the same time, I don't know. I just felt like the way it played yeah. out, I should have won the fight, you know? And it bothers me that people can't discuss in a normal way. Like, I mean, it's not what it's fair. It's what you have to do, what is in the rules, you know? And in a sport, in a game, there are rules, and you should obey the rules. You know, you obey, obey the rules, you know? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, if you go to an instant replay, they talk about how it's always supposed to be used during a finish, right? But the yeah. finish came from the choke. So why was it not used during the choke? Why did it go back to a minute ago to the head clash? 
it doesn't make sense to me. They didn't use the instant replay properly, in my opinion. I really don't think so, guys. Anyways, let me let me just uh, let me get these comments. Glenn says, feels like the ref make up shit half the time. Like Herb Dean getting position back, someone just committed low blow. I saw that too. That was weird. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. What about Herb Dean when he when he got the the um what was that guy earlier this year? Eric Anders and Darren Stewart, and there was a legal name. He's like, oh, we'll just call it no contest. Such a lazy call. Where it's a clear illegal name. Remember that? He just yeah, didn't want to call that no a DQ. It's so lame. Owen Carroll, hey Owen. Besides the head class, make it back to the headshots. Right call done the wrong way. I kind of agree with that. Exactly, Jose. What would happen if Holland knocked out Kyle? He probably would have won the fight. Kyle would have been the one screwed because his his head was a little bit stronger, I guess. It, it just ugh, it's frustrating. I get it, guys. It's, it's forehead on chin. It's gonna knock a lot of people out, but it wasn't on purpose, you know. <sighs> Anyways, is this anything else you want to talk about this fight? I feel like we should probably just move on to the other fights because. I'm getting pretty I think, heated up on this I one. think it's better for it's better for you if we go to the next one. I, I know my my sort of sweating here, guys. I'm so upset about this. I just I again, you know, honestly, like, yeah, it would have been nice to get the pick right. This has nothing to do with that at all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is everything to do with justice for the fighters. And again, I have a lot of sympathy for these guys like Kyle Dawkins that our contender series guys making 12 and 12. He really needed that 12,000. I'm telling you guys, he really needed that money. And I mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that guy's super fucking pissed off right now, Kyle Dawkins. Hey, uh, by the way, I he also says Herb Dean's a washed ref. He looks stoned. I'm interested. I kind of agree. He hasn't looked the same in years. What are you going to say? I see I see. Uh, James Lynch just posted an interview with Carl Dawkins about the no contest. So maybe interesting to watch for you guys. I'd like to watch that after. Obviously, I can't do it right now because I'm talking to you yeah, guys. We'll talk about it later. Okay, let's go to the next fight here. Nico Price defeats Alex Oliveira, 29-28. Yo, as someone who did bet on Nico in this fight, this was a sketchy fight to bet on, man, because I thought he was about to lose the fight. It was so close that one takedown at the end of the ground and pound changed the fight. That was basically one in the fight. I saw your tweet, Marcel. He literally won in the last 15 seconds. Yeah, so it is. Bro, this fight was way closer than it needed to be. And to me, guys, I think Nico's on such a decline right now. He looks so slow in this fight, Marcel. He looked really bad in this fight. His ground game looked good. His stand-up looked horrible. The worst I've ever seen his stand-up look, honestly. I don't know what you thought. I thought he looked really stiff in this fight. Just didn't look the same. What do you think? Yeah, man, I think don't think it was a great fight. You know, he, he did well in the first round. He was better than Oliveira in that one. Oliveira took yeah. over in the second round. And third round was really even. I think Oliveira was kind of kind of leading that round yep. until the last 15, 20 seconds that Nico uh, took control over the fight, you know, and he, that, that won him the fight. So it's like it, it, it wasn't the fight I expected. I it, was a, it, was a bad, it wasn't a great fight. I agree. It really wasn't a fan-friendly fight, right? It, it wasn't. Yeah. I think Nico fought a smart fight, considering what he had to work with here. Obviously, Stanek just wasn't there tonight, or on Saturday, I should say. But his wrestling looked pretty good. He's calling out the Diaz brothers now. I don't know if he gets that fight, honestly, after this fight. I think if it was a great fight and he knocked him out or something, he could have. But because it was such a boring fight, I don't think he'll get those guys. I mean, if we knew for, if we knew how the car went, I would have stopped watching after Hernandez breathing, <laughs> man. I wouldn't want to go... Bro, same here, man. The last couple of fights, I feel like such a waste of time to watch. Let me get these comments. Uh, Jose wants the rematch ended this year. I agree completely with that. They got to fit in the card. Person said they couldn't believe Price Oliveira didn't finish. Main card disappointed. It was terrible. The prelims were great. Main card was one of the worst main cards of the year, I'd say. Do you know why Alex Oliver is crying as he was walking the cage? I saw that. He was in tears. No idea. Maybe that's the last walk. Maybe, maybe he gets cut. I mean, he's lost three in a row. Can't believe Oliver couldn't beat the Zergs of Price. Both guys are staying away from. I agree with you. I don't think I could bet on Price after that fight. Oliveira, Oliveira already knew what was going to happen. The fights after him. So yeah. yeah. Tristan says the Price take care of the, the eleven kids. That's funny. Um, next fight here, Christoph Jocko, Misha Surkinov. Split decision, Marcel or Jocko. I mean, this was a close fight, guys. Honestly, all three judges had different scorecards. I really think it could have went either way. I think <laughs> I leaned a little bit towards Jocko, but it was super. Yeah, close. first two rounds. 
Yeah, you had yeah, that's, that's why I had two. And then the last round, Misha had five takedowns in that round. It's insane. One of the judges gave it to Chaco though, because I guess in that one last takedown with like 10 seconds left. I don't think that should eliminate the other stuff that Misha did that whole round, right? It, it was a close fight. I I'd like to see Misha get one more fight. You know, I admittedly. Would you like to see him get one more? Yeah, why not? I I, I like Misha, so maybe I'm a little bit biased. I think we all like Misha. So, I don't think anyone like dislike the guy. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's a decent fighter. Not a great fighter, but decent. And I think they'll get. And he also he also had a super tough time with his wife. Obviously, well, his, his wife had cancer last year. I mean, the UFC is yeah. very sympathetic to that. They know that the situation. Um, Alexander Hernandez knocked out Mike Breeden. I mean. Listen, Marcel, I had some bad picks last week with some big underdogs, and, and you, know, you took a shot on this guy. It happens, right? You take a shot on a guy who's a 4-1 dog. He's not supposed to win, and that's pretty much what happened. It was like me last week with Rosenstrike and, and Modafferi, right? Like I'm like, all right, I'll take a shot on these odds. But you, mm-hmm. you see why the odds are the way they are, and Hernandez just smoked this guy. That punch was absolutely gorgeous. No bonus, though, which kind of surprised me a little bit. But This yeah, is probably, again, because you get a guy on short notice and a guy yeah. who, well, how the fuck, and I hate that man. You know, if you yeah. don't, you he, Hernandez des- deserved the bonus here. He man. did, because like to me that was the most exciting moment probably of the night. Like I was yeah. like, holy fuck, what a knockout! Like that was beautiful, right behind the ear, beautiful punch. Good foot, good win for him. I mean, I, I, you know, he called out Leo Santos again for the for the rebooking. That's fine, but I think it, you know, maybe if he wins that fight, they give him a top fifteen guy again. Yeah, man. Hernandez finally sounded a little bit more humble than he Finally, for once, course. eh? I know, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Mr. Cocky Hernandez, I know. Um, let's go to the prelims here, guys. Uh, let me get this one. Um, for, actually, let me get this question from you guys first. Jose says, wish uh, Hernandez was aggressive against Moises. Me too. And would you like to see a, a Hernandez fight next? Who would you like to see him fight next? I, I think the Leo Santos fight's fine. They, they were supposed to fight. He pulled out. That's a fine fight. You okay with that one, too? Yeah? Yeah, why not? The only why, other fight why is... Do, why doing a difficult one we can do easy? Yeah, it's know? easy. The only other thing I was thinking, and I don't, it won't happen, but it'd be sweet, Patty Pimblett, just because uh, he's training partners with Luigi, he's training partners with Alexander, right? So maybe they could do that mm-hmm. fight, but I don't think they will. I think they'll build up Patty slow. Owen says, no mention uh, bringing Wade in, looking all jolly with missing weight. He looked terrible, uh, Owen. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say, man. I, I heard his interview. He said that he had like, he was eating dinner with his son like a few days before and they got the call taking the fight on short notice. Like he wasn't in shape, obviously. He didn't look like he was in shape, Marcel, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like if you're if you're a fighter right now, knowing that COVID's happening, knowing that UFC calls up guys all the time now, why would you not stay in like 100% optimal shape? You know what I mean, Marcel? Like that's a mistake yeah. on this guy's fault. Like I get it. You never know like if you're going to get the call, but you you know it can happen. And this guy obviously has the right camp um, and the right, the right uh, management too. So he knew that it could happen. He just didn't keep himself in shape. How about this fight here? Jared Gordon defeats Joe Slacky. Split decision. Super close fight. Um, it came down to that third round, Marcel. How'd you how'd you have the third round score? How'd you score it? Um, I think I had it for um, I think I had it for Gordon, but it was super close. It was I super think, close. Uh, yeah, it was, it was close. It, it was either way could could win that fight. Well, it wasn't it wasn't like it's it's a clear decision. So I was no. really curious what was going to happen on the scorecards. So, yeah. Me too. Um. I'm kind of disappointed by Selecki in this fight. I mean, he had a nice start to the fight, and then his cardio looked a little shaky, and his striking just really isn't that good either. So I like this guy, but, man, like I, I don't know if he's as good as a prospect as I thought at first, Marcel. His striking looked really weak to me. i got to be honest with you. Um, let me get these comments from Matt. Matt says, what's Selecki's future? A-level skill, maybe on MMA game. I kind of agree with that. Looks like a BJJ guy to me, doesn't he? Looks like a guy who's just going to do really well in these tournaments. I don't know mm-hmm. how good he is at MMA. I mean, he has a lot of wins, obviously, but striking just isn't there. Hey, Tristan, no problem, man. Thanks again for joining us, man. We always appreciate having you, buddy. Um, oh, sorry, I missed the question for Jose. He asked about uh, 
Gurum uh, Tataladze has an Instagram post. Instagram's down here. I haven't been on it all day. I can't see it. I can't see anything either, Jose. It's been down all day. It's very frustrating. Not because I'm like on it all day, because I use it for work. You know what I mean? So it's it's frustrating. I know for you too, Marcel. Yeah. He's asking about Kutatlezi Makani. I mean, if they want to do that, I'm fine with it. Um, although I thought, are they? Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. Um, Casey O'Neill defeats Antonina Shchenko. Kind of a yeah. sketchy first round a little bit. Antonina had her in a bad position. He had her in the crucifix position for a second, Marcel. Um, but let her out of it, and then Casey O'Neill just took over the fight. Um, this girl's really good. She's only 23 years old, and she's 8-0 right now with five finishes, including three in the UFC. You know, Marcel, I got to look at her, and she's like one of the prospects of the year right now. 3-0 in the UFC this year alone. I, I like this girl. What do you think? Yeah, I had to, to laugh. Somebody said uh, Casey O'Neill is everything the UFC wanted Macy Barber to be. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, yeah, she... Yeah, she, she looks good, man. She she do, she does very well. Um, yeah. I mean, we both picked her, I think, against Shevchenko because we are not really uh, we were not really impressed with Shevchenko's ground game. Um, I mean, O'Neill did well, you know, and uh, she got a bonus as well. I think um, three five three wins in a row, three finishes against. Uh, I won't say that Dobson is a great opponent, but a Procopio finish and a Shevchenko finish is a good a good on your record. So I'm looking forward to what they're going to do next with her. I, I would say maybe uh, a, a top fifteen girl, but yeah. low in the top fifteen. Uh, yeah, because yeah. like Antonia, I don't think is ranked anymore, but she was. Oh, yeah. so I'm looking at the rankings and fly. Uh, I don't know because, man, it's tough to say because Marcel, you look at the division like that. The bottom of the rankings is like Montella De La Rosa, Miranda Maverick. I don't think they're going to book these fights. Maybe Roxanne Montefiore. Maybe that's the fight you do. You do number eleven. Roxy and let this girl build a name off Roxy. Maybe that's what you do. That, I think she can win so, that fight, but my yeah, God, Roxy knocked so this girl off, eh? And she's going to yeah. beat this prospect too, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, but that would be also so sad if they do with Roxy and Roxy loses again to 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 a girl like uh, upcoming. Yeah. I, I want to give, give give Roxy a more established fighter, please. You know, right now, I don't mean established in like high regions, but like a little bit less uh, up and yeah. coming because. That, yeah, I know it went well a few times, but uh, it's not going to end well all the time, you know. Um, Casey O'Neill, there are some good girls still who are also not ranked in the division. That, that would make sense. So I, I, sure. may, I would be cool. You could even do it. like Lip, Lipsky maybe too. She's out there. That'd be a good fight, yeah. you know. Two attractive girls. That'd be a fun fight um, mm -hmm. coming off wins. I, it's the kind of fight the UFC would do, to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. He just said Casey Lipsky. I, I, I didn't see your, your comment until I just read it right now, by the way. Or what, you what don't give her Eubanks. I think Eubanks would, would be bad matchup for her, honestly. Tracy Cortez? Maybe, but I think they're going to build Cortez a little slowly, too. You know, it seems Just like Kish? on different paths. Kish got cut. She got cut. She, she got cut. I didn't even know. Although I don't think oh, she wow. should have been because I do think that the fight was really close to Cortez, but she was cut, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, they could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt says, not sure Neil's ready for the next step yet. Yeah, I, I want to take it slow, too. She's so young. Marcus asking, do you think they'll, they'll cut Antonina? She's three and four, Marcus. I just checked the UFC. Three and four. She's lost three of her last four as well. I think she'll stay. She'll get one more fight because of her relationship with Valentina, but she's not a UFC caliber fighter, guys. She isn't. You know who you match her out with, Casey O'Neill? JJ Aldrich. You could do that fight. Aldrich is kind of like an underrated fighter who's always good, and she's got a good ground game and good striking. So, yeah, yeah. That'd, be a, that'd be a decent fight. Sure, you could do that fight. What was they saying? Do you think Alper get cut, got cut because of her ties with Jake Paul? I, you know what? I do think there's that's part. I do think that could be part of it. I do, but I also think she went you zero and two in the UFC and looked terrible in both her fights. She's just yeah. not a UFC fighter. Yeah, so I think that it could have had a part of it, obviously. But I think more in general, it's just the two losses she had. She looked terrible in those fights. 
All right, let's go through the rest of the fights here, Marcel. Carol Rosa defeats Betch Correa. I was disappointed with this fight. I got, and I'll tell you why. I think this girl could have finished her so many points in the fight, and I think she had too much respect <laughs> for Betch. I think yeah. it was like she just didn't want to. She didn't want to finish her. But she, but she why, just wanted to go the distance with her, with someone yeah, that she respected. Of course, but why would you make this fight as a US? Well, I think this Rosa. fight. What was the point of this yeah. fight? I said this. What was the point? Everyone knew who was going to win the fight. Yeah. What was the point of this fight? I, I just don't get it. Now I have people saying, "Oh well, you know, now they can say that she's." You got to win over a former title challenger. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, who's watching the fight because yeah. of that, anyways? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, honestly, who cares? Like, to me, it was pointless matchmaking. Um, she's four zero now in the UFC. She's obviously very good, but to me, I gotta be honest with you. I almost feel like it was a step back in a way because I was mm -hmm. expecting to finish in this fight, and I didn't get it. Also, also, so, so this is not uh, important, but I wonder. You do a rank fighter, Carl Rose against unranked Batch Correa. Why is Rose? Not I, that's the other thing. It wasn't like Batch was fifteen and she was unranked. It's the other way around. Yeah. It didn't make she was defending her spot against an unranked fighter who's old. It made no sense. Also, calling Betch a legend and stuff is ridiculous. This girl's five, <laughs> six, and one in the UFC, guys. Five, six, and one. Sub 500 record. Her she's best known for getting destroyed by Ronnie Rousey and, and Holly Holm. Um Listen, she's just, no, she was an okay no fighter. That's it. She was an okay yeah. fighter. That's all. Not no a legend. disrespect, but saying a legend that that's it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Like there's other Brazilian legends who are women, like yeah. Cyborg. You know what I mean? Like that's great. It's not a legend. Sorry, but she's not. Amanda. Who's it? Yeah, Amanda. Jose's asking Carol, or he's saying Carol Rose is a few prospects of bandweight. She is, but, you know, I just don't see the point of this fight. Everyone knew she was going to win. So what was the point of it? Like, we, we didn't see anything new from her. We were, I think she's had tougher fights. I think Carol Rose has had tougher fights already. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, I think that, uh, what's her name? Jocelyn Edwards is probably a tougher fighter at this point. Yeah. Plus, you're not going to give Betch Correa in the last fight, Carl Rosa. Just doesn't it just didn't make sense. Why didn't he just give her a winnable fight? I just didn't understand yeah. it, guys. I, I just. I scratch my head. There's got to be. Okay, let me just check the the. Um, I'm gonna check the roster for a second. I want to see if there was someone else that they could have given her instead. Let me just take oh, a look. I think for so. sure, man, for sure. Let me take a look here. I'm, I'm looking at yeah. really bad records. Okay, so you could have given her Julia Stolarenko. You could have given her uh, Veronica Macedo, Wu Yanan. These girls all have sub 500 records, like Betch. Betch actually has one of the worst records in the division. If you look at the uh, the, the division, it's garbage. She has one of the few sub 500 records. Most fighters in the division have a winning record. So yeah, just saying it just yeah. didn't make sense to me. It's a very bizarre matchmaking, you know. Um, let's talk about this next fight, Marcel. You picked this upset, man. Congrats, nice pick. Jamie Malarkey knocks out Devontae Smith. I mean, it sure looked like Devontae was winning that fight in the first yeah, round, and first then round. second round just he gassed out again. Um, this guy, he's a good one round fighter, but that's about it, Marcel. And, and Malarkey, the pressure, the the he he didn't give this guy no breathing room. I like Jamie Malarkey, man. He's kind of an underrated guy. If you look at his record, guys, his last um, six wins are by knockout. He's kind of a knockout artist in a way, but not really like a one-punch guy. He's more, he survives the first round, then he beats the shit in the second round. Or the common word that you don't have a chin, he knocks you out in the first round. This guy's good, Marcel. He's an underrated guy, man, in my opinion. Dude, he he went 0-2 in his last in the first two UFC fights, but he got screwed into the Ferris yeah. Yam fight, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The, and the first fight against Riddell was super fun. It was a yeah. fight of the night fight. I, but he, he deservedly lost that fight, but it was a fun fight, you know? And, uh, man, he looked good since. And, and indeed, Devante won the first round. He looked like he was going to do very well. And then he gassed, like you said, and Jamie took over. And, man, the heat, he, he come in with, with those punches to, to, to Devante Smith. Devante Smith... Couldn't come out, come under out of it, you know. Uh, Malaki kept pressuring him, and uh, a certain moment, uh, yeah, it was enough, you know. And uh, Jamie did it, and uh, yeah, congrats to him. I think a great, uh, great performance from him, and uh, I think he was 
well, he was definitely an underdog in the fight, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Matt says, not sure if Jamie wins three or five. He's on the Raider for sure. He's, he's good. He's improving too, I think. Mm -hmm. um, let Larky welcome Azatar. Uh, Ottoman Azatar. Sure. Yeah. That'd be, I, I, I want, because Ottoman's the kind of guy that if he doesn't knock you on the first shot, he probably gasses. So it's kind of like the same guy. I know what you're saying, you know, Matt. He's saying three or five for Smith. I get it. Who knows how that fight would play out if they play, fought again? I think that Smith would be a lot more conservative with his gas, or he'd just go for the finish, go for broke. He, he didn't fight the smartest. See how mm -hmm. Betch, poor Betch did. It shows how far the women's division just comes into the rise. I agree completely with Glenn. I mean, this the sports evolved so much in the last six years, guys. Yeah, like, like Betch was a good fighter at one point, and she's not anymore. By the way, I missed this comment from uh, Adolf. He's asking Soldich or Mohamed. Oh, Who's wow. Yeah. Who's your pick? Ah, uh, man. I don't like to pick against Mamet, but I'm probably going with Soldich. So I think you have to, guy. right? He's a younger guy. Yeah. I mean, Mamet's what, what, forty something now, like they're forty-five. Gonna, they're gonna announce they're gonna announce the fight later this this uh, month in the KSW yeah. show. Man, that's such a good fight, you know. He's forty-one. Sorry, he's not forty-five. Yeah. I, know I said forty-five. Forty-one. though, he's still pretty. He's getting up there in age, you know. Mamet. Yeah. Mamet should have been in the UFC. I don't. I, don't, I guess he just didn't. Oh, like for sure. Probably uh, he, he got he got making more money, right? Temple stand. He got yeah. Temple stand. I remember. So I remember that. Yeah, he's making more money just beating up guys in, in Poland. Well, not anymore, but when he was. Um, a couple other fights here. Douglas will be a draw to Gaetano Perello. I mean, bad pick by me. This was my bad pick of the night. You had your Mike Breeden. I had my Gaetano Perello. You know, mm -hmm. Marcel. The, it was a stand. It was actually the fight played out the way I thought I thought it would. It was a stand up fight. I'm like, this fight's gonna stay in the feet. Both guys will have a chance, but this guy got really no chin, man. One punch knocked him up really cold. Um, I don't know, Marshall. I think he gets cut. Douglas still draws a nice win for him, gets a bonus. Good win for him. Uh, Stephanie Edgar defeats Shannon Young via an elbow. It's kind of a weird stoppage, but you know, the referee, Mark Smith, told her to fight back. She didn't, and they stopped the fight. I'm okay with the stoppage. And then Alejandro Perez, he had a bad first round. He lost the first round of Johnny Waru, who's 43 years old, but came back in the second hand, an absolutely beautiful submission. And a lot of people are calling it a scarful arm lock. I don't think that's what it was. I think it was an arm bar because yeah. that's what they called the broadcast. And I think it wasn't when he twisted his head like this. It was when they put the arm under and they, he got it between his legs. I think it was an arm bar he tapped out too. So mm -hmm. I think it is a straight arm bar that was the, the, the submission. But either way, he gets a bonus to, too. Give me your thoughts. I had to I had to laugh when somebody said like uh, uh, Johnny Eduardo. I don't know exactly what. Uh, lost uh, nine fights and like seven or eight are by submission. So uh, he's yes, lost 13 fights and 10 by submission. Yeah, that's like, yeah, but he got Muay Thai here on the stomach. So probably that's. <laughs> Bro, you better be fucking good at Muay Thai if you have a written and tattooed on your stomach. And he is a yeah. good Muay Thai guy, obviously. Yeah. But again, Marcel, fade the 40 year old guys. I'm telling you guys, anytime a fighter's 40, I'm not going to pick him anymore. I can't do it in the UFC. You know what I mean, Marcel? I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. um, it's the biggest, I think, advantage you can have in a fight now is being like 10 or 10 years you know, younger. And in this case, Perez was like 12 years younger. So to me, that's a huge advantage. Anything else you want to talk about this card? I mean, we actually kind of talked about a little bit more than I thought, considering it wasn't a great card, but uh, obviously a lot of storylines. Anything else you guys want to talk about from this card? Or are we good? I'm good. I don't know you. I'm good. Let's go to Bellator. Talk about it really quick, guys. Um, I didn't see the entire card. I did see the main event. I don't think it was the right decision by the judges. I was pretty pissed by it. I think the dogs leave me on the fight. I think he got kind of hosed by the judges. It was hometown cooking. I I yeah, I mean, we it was in it was in England. Um, we knew that, but yeah, close fight. But I thought Douglas won. I'm watching the fight. I'm like, Douglas yeah. is gonna win this fight. He won the fight. Give me your thoughts, Adam. I fucking knew it. I was watching this with my dad, you know, and uh, my dad never watches Bellator, so he had never saw Michael Page fight before. He's like, "What's this for a lunatic?" And it's like he's always fights like this, you know, and he always he beats many people like this. Like, oh, okay, and he's like. 
I think Douglas Lima won that fight 29 28. It's like, yeah, I think that as well. I say, but let, show, I show you right now, I tell you right now, he's going to lose a split decision here. He's like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I said, for sure, he's going to lose a split decision here because they can bend it in a way that he he looked better than than Douglas Lima, you know. And I was also uh, texting with uh, another guy who I do a podcast with in, in Nellis, and I'd say to him, 29 28 uh, Lima, yeah, that's for sure. They said, I was like, they're going to screw him. They're going to give a split decision to Pace. He's like, do you really think? I said, I really have the feeling they're going to do it. And right there, 29 28 Michael Page. And um, the, the thing that really bothers me all the time with these kind of things is like that I see British journalists also are like, yeah, Michael Page. Well, They're really biased, eh? They're re no, really why? biased, eh? I mean, like, why geez, are you so biased? I, I don't I get don't it. Like, I'm a Canadian fan. I'm a Canadian fan. Last week, Jasmine Jassy Division's fond contender series, I tweeted, I don't think she should get signed by the UFC. You know what I mean? Every yeah. other Canadian person was like, get her in the I UFC. I can't wait. I'm like, as a fan, I got to be impartial. As a journalist, I got to be impartial. She's just not UFC caliber, in my opinion. When you watch a fight, you've got to put away your biases as much as you can, guys. You know what I mean, Marcel? And I, Listen, I think a lot of the British are very biased towards this guy yeah. and towards British fighters in general. Yeah, if if a, if a Dutch fighter does well, of course I'm going to say it's great, you know, because it's from he's from my country. But I'm not going to say if he does bad that he definitely should win or he, he, he yeah. didn't win, you know. And I'm not biased in my writing or whatever I put up, you know. Yeah. And that's a bad thing in my opinion, you know. And you got to watch it from a – from a, a neutral perspective, I watch it from a neutral perspective. I don't win anything with Michael Page winning. I don't win anything with Douglas Lima winning. But from my per point of view, Douglas Lima won two of the three rounds, you know. Yeah. Plus, many of those knockdowns by Michael Page. They were weren't even knockdowns. They, they weren't, weren't knockdowns, guys. I had there people was saying there was four knockdowns. No, there wasn't, guys. you got to look at where a knockdown is. A lockdown is a lot harder to score than that. Yeah. If you look, Go look at UFC stats, which is something I, I look at every day. It, they don't really score knockdowns. You have to actually like put, get a guy off his feet and fall to the ground. It's not a slip. And I think Douglas slipped. It was a different yeah. thing, and, right? And that fans don't see that, I don't mind. But the journalist saying he got four knockdowns. That's, no, that's brutal. No, exactly. If you're just fan and you're watching, you might not know the what a knockdown really is. I can see I, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes. Even for the judge, it can be hard to tell. But in this fight, they were clearly not knockdowns, Marcel. He wasn't hurt at all. He got right back up. Those are yeah. not knockdown guys. It's not a knockdown. Go watch so four knockdowns. Go watch. Go watch uh, Montel Jackson and JP Bays. That was four legitimate knockdowns. Go watch that fight again. Go watch so Eric Anders Cleo Roundtree. That's four knockdowns. The guy got knocked down to the ground and couldn't get up. That's a knockdown. Marcel, it's not where really, you, you fall down and you stand back up. That's not a knockdown. Know, it's, just, it's just really, it's just really bothering me, man. I mean, yeah. why? Hey, listen, man, if you're a fan and you're biased, okay, I get it. It's no problem, you know. But if you're a journalist, you can be, yeah. man. And even if it's from your country, you can. You will never see me say something about uh, when Overham is in a close fight and I think he actually lost. And I say, yeah, he should win. Oh, you will never see me say that, you know. And that doesn't mean that I don't back my fighters from my country. I always hope they do well, you know. But I'm not yeah. going to go in public and act like a fan or something because it doesn't make sense. Since I'm in the media right now, you will never see me do that. You know what I mean? So way, it's just um, not done. This has lost three in a row, by the way. I'm just looking at his record right now, and that's surprising. But he lost to Page, Amosov, who's a champ, and Musasi. It looks like Paige wants the trilogy fight, but I feel like they should just give him the title shot, obviously. Yeah, you know, that's actually funny to me because he wants a trilogy fight because I think he knows. Amazon he knows he didn't win either. He probably knows that. But I feel like yeah. they're just going to do – they'll just do Yam Amosov and Paige, I think, at this point. Because who else can Amosov fight? Who else is a contender there? I can't even think of – like, isn't it – wasn't also, this the number one contender fight? I think it was. Yeah, right? for sure. It was, oh, sorry. Right? Jason Jackson's the other guy. Jason Jackson. I forgot yeah, but they, they won't give Jason Jackson against Paige because he's going to take him down. 
Yeah, exactly. They won't they won't do that fight. So that's that's the thing. Amazon probably will too, but at least it'd be for the title. So I think they might do the fight next. But yeah, Douglas, I, I like the guy, but man, I got these comments here, guys. Uh, Glenn says that judges were swayed by this. It was kind of the crowd noise. He says only yes, and you're right. It's it, it wasn't yeah, the British. Ben Carlos. Ben Carlos is a good judge. He's a solid yes, judge, and he's not he's not a he's not a wimp either. This guy has a Twitter account. He's the only judge I know that is on Twitter. He doesn't talk about his scores. But I respect him a lot, yeah. But at he least always, he's on there. You know what I mean, Marcel? Yeah. And he's not being a goof like that one guy that was in Texas with the um I can't remember fighting. Remember that fight at Goof? He was arguing with like John McCarthy a few months ago. Who was that guy? Um what's Bobby that, Green, Bobby that? Green, Raphael Fezzi. Yes, yeah. Yes, that fight, that goofy judge. This guy's out. He's, he's a good judge. I, I think I have no issue with this guy. And you're right, he scored it he scored it the correct way. Isn't that something, Marcel? The British judge scored it right. I Anyways, think this was the same. This was the same yeah. thing done with uh, with Bisping against Hamill back then. I think the British could judge. Yeah, that was the two Americans. Yeah, Hamill should have won that fight. The other, well, Bisping, I think, I think he lost to Dan Henderson too. You know, and he fought Dan Henderson. I think that you could have given Dude, Dan Henderson that win too. I, I think he he lost to Talos Latus as well. You know, but <laughs> that was yeah. another one too. Yeah, I remember that one. All right, we get these comments, guys. Uh, Jose's asking, should Al, has Aljo uh, been tripped? Should he have been stripped? No, because he's going to fight Brandon in the year. He says. He says December, but they're probably moving to like January or February because the cards are all guy, full. The cards there's are also full. a thing with um, how do you say that he got? Uh, how do you say that he did not get cleared by the UFC doctor? So yes, the UFC, UFC doctor, doctor didn't clear. clear it wasn't like he pulled out. The UFC doctor stressed. said you can't fight yeah. because um, the neck injury is not healed, and apparently he could get paralyzed if he was injured in the wrong way. So that's scary. I <laughs> think it's fucking scary. But of course, anyone can get paralyzed. And you know what? Let's mention this right now. There was a fighter that got killed in bare knuckle fighting championship yeah. two months ago. We gotta mention this. Um, talk about it today quickly, Marcel. Let's just because I, I think we're done with this. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna talk about contender series in a sec, guys. But I do want to talk mm -hmm. about this quickly. Um, it's really sad news. Let me pull up the uh, the. Uh, I know he he fought uh, he fought uh, Lex McMahon. Yes, he did. Right? Let me pull up the tweet here. The guy's name is Justin Thornton, and yeah. I'll just pull up the tweet from my boy uh, Eric Cole from Miami News. He broke the news this morning. Very sad news. Learn of the passing of Justin Thornton. Justin passed away this morning after battling through injuries and complications occurred as a result of his latest bare knuckle bout at BKFC 20 in August. Now, unfortunately, I the um, the video I had from DJ Penn is on Instagram, so I can't watch it again. But I did see that Junkie had a video. So if you guys haven't seen it, we should just watch the video quickly. It was just like, it just looked like a kind of a, it was a bad knockout, obviously, but it didn't look like it would kill the guy. You know what I mean, Marcel? His, his neck didn't came good. Uh, on the canvas, I think it hit you know, the ground, the, right? It yeah, the canvas. Yeah, really that's what. The, so here it is, guys. If you guys haven't seen it, yeah. so it's the guy in blue that gets knocked out. He gets face planted here. You guys probably yeah. this was in August, right here. There you see. The Look at the way his head fell, yeah. Marcel. Like yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's really sad. I mean, that was a lot. That was the guy died after that. So I mean, so it's horrible. I also want to think about the guy who actually did it how do i mean it's terrible for him because he's probably got a lot of guilty conscience now right yeah but here's the thing so there, i got a few thoughts about this um number one this is this is this is a realistic thing that can happen in combat sports people can die in the octagon or the ring anytime that's why i have so much respect for the fighters and i don't fighter bash because i know how much these guys put into their training and then what they they risk in the cage with air the ring which is their lives um i agree completely with matt i i gotta be honest guys this is going to sound really morbid I'm still waiting for the day where someone dies in the octagon. I think it's going to happen one day. I, I just think it's it's going to happen. We've seen it happen in boxing. Guys die every year in boxing. MMA, people have died in MMA, mostly from weight cutting, but we have seen people die um, in other countries mm -hmm. and stuff. 
because it's so regular in the States, probably not, but I, I, I still feel like we might see it one day, Marcel, as morbid as it sounds. I, want, I don't want anyone to die, guys, but you just got to look at it. You're kicking, punching, elbowing, kneeing people in the head. Not That's not, you know, that's not good for your head. You know, Marcel, like, and if you get hit in the neck in the wrong way, you could snap your neck. And, and Matt, you said, remember I had a catastrophic injury, but we did have that guy that fought Frank Shamrock way back in the day, Igor Znoviev, I think. Was Znoviev, that his name? yeah, the slam. And he, yeah. and he slammed and broke his neck. And I don't think he ever fought again, right? So that was probably the worst injury we've ever had in the UFC besides obviously the broken legs. But that's the thing. When I see broken legs and I, you know, I don't train or when I did train, I broke my arm and it sucks, right? But when I see broken limbs now, it doesn't gross me out because to me, that's not that bad because the next level is when someone actually gets killed in a cage or in a ring. And I've seen it happen. I've seen guys get killed in boxing. I've seen guy, I've seen a guy get killed in, um, uh, I think it was a kickboxing guy from Duke, uh, Duke Rufus's camp a few years ago. Remember him? He got killed. Um, took too much punishment. So it's just, mm -hmm. it's part of the sport. It's, it's the ugly part of the sport, guys. No one wants to talk about this, but, you know, rest in peace to this guy, Justin Thornton. Again, uh, an MMA veteran, Marcel, a guy who fought Lex McMahon um, his last fight, a guy who fought uh, Chase Sherman and a bunch of other guys in, in Florida. So it's it's really, really sad. Uh, rest in peace. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's, it reminds me of when Tim Haig died. Remember Tim Haig, Canadian fighter? Yeah, he, yeah, definitely. He got killed yeah. in a boxing match. Um, and the guy who killed him, I, I don't know if he ever fought again either. I think he never fought again, the guy who killed him, Marcel, because it's just, it takes so much out of you mentally when you when you, when you you hurt someone so bad that they die. You know what I mean? So the guy who killed him, I, I just wonder what he's thinking right now. You know, it's just really, really sad. Zach saying, is there going to be a death in Bellator or some other mismatches? Like, I kind of agree with that. I mean, that fight with, um, what's it called? Oh, uh, almost. Kimbo out of 5,000 and Kimbo. And yes, there's Adam Braidwood, the former CFL player who knocked out uh, Tim Haig. I don't think Adam ever fought again, right? Let me double check that. I want to just make sure I'm not speaking on my ass here. I don't think he ever fought again after that, the Tim Haig fight. Um, he did. He fought, actually. My bad. He fought a few more fights, but it looks like he's retired. He hasn't fought in two years now. Um, but still, you know, it's just absolutely terrible. And I'm apologies, actually. Um, it, he's not, yeah, this guy, this guy is a piece of crap. Actually, I'm looking at this. He's in jail because he beat his girlfriend up. Okay, great. So that's, that's awesome. Isn't that, that's just terrible. So Tim Ooh. Haig died and the guy, the guy who killed Tim Haig, he's in jail oh. because he beat up his girlfriend. That's horrible. I didn't know that. Sorry guys. That's okay. just terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. I did see it, Zach. I just saw his Wikipedia. Just awful. I, I didn't know that that happened two years ago. That's why he hasn't been fighting. I thought it was because he was so messed up mentally from the Tim Haig rates. No, it's because the guy's a bad person. Gwen said it's probably going to take a death from the UFC for the fighters to get together in a foreign union. It might be. I, I don't want to see it happen, guys, but I'm still telling you there's going to be a fight in the UFC where someone gets slammed really hard or something, Marcel, with a slam, mm -hmm. breaks their neck broken, or just gets knocked out in a bad way. I mean, we've seen some bad knockouts over the years, guys, and this is the problem with, like, bad refs because bad refs can lead to guys getting more damage and more damage can lead to death. Um, let's talk about Danway's Contender Series quickly. Marcel, talk about last week's um, show. I'll get your thoughts on this one. So Dana Wade gave out three contracts. It, it it seems like almost like the matchmakers were like, sorry, he gave out two contracts. Two contracts? Two contracts. Two, yeah. It's almost like the matchmakers are like, um, you know, hey Dana, we, you've been signing too many people. We've got to stop signing so many people. Uh I'm just looking at who they signed. So we'll talk about this guy quickly, Igor Pretoria. We both talked about last week. I didn't think the odds were, were fair because he had been on like a 65 win streak when it's a huge underdog. He knocked out Sadalski in round one, Marcel. This guy looked amazing. Um, and he, he had a great interview afterwards uh, as well. What did you think of this guy? I thought he looked good, man. Yeah, I think so too, man. I didn't pick him to win. I picked Sadalski to win. Um, he looked very good, you know, uh, from, from the beginning. Uh, first round TKO, I mean, we all know they were going to sign him after that happened. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good win. And he has a very good record. I think he's 22-2 and two or something. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Um, let's see here. The other one was uh, okay. So we'll just go down the card. Actually, Kyle Baralo defeats Aaron Jeffrey, which uh, to me was a surprise because I I'm very high on Aaron Jeffrey, and I I feel bad for this guy because if you saw his tweet after the fight, he's like. I moved my life all the way to Las Vegas. I've been training my ass on. I still can't make it in the UFC level. It's just like, it really made me sad because he's invading himself. I'm not UFC caliber, right? But I still think he's a good fighter, Marcel, that should be in like a Bellator or PFL or something. You know what I mean, Marcel? Maybe he's not good enough for the UFC, but I still think he's a, he's a, you know, he's still a good fighter. I agree. You know what bothered me, man? I think it wasn't a bad fight at all, but Borrello, it was pretty clear the UFC expected Jeffrey to win the fight. Yes, you know? they weren't too happy that this won. guy won it. Yeah. <laughs> And now they gave him another contender series. Yeah, so he so Dana White yeah. passed him signing him. He just said he wasn't interested. But then they signed him uh, again to fight Jamie Jesse Murray um, in two yeah. weeks. And I thought this guy looked pretty good. I'll be honest with you. I think they probably should have signed him um, because he was talking some shit to Sean Strickland after. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll sign this guy just because he's he's talking crap. Like, but it wasn't a great fight. So I think that maybe giving him the other fight was probably the right decision. I'm not saying this was like a bad decision not to sign him, but mm. you know, I'm just saying I thought they would. The other guy they did sign was Daniel Zellhuber, which obviously deserved it. Looked amazing. Um, this guy's a great prospect. This fight was amazing against Lucas Almeida. That guy, I think, also needs to be in the UFC, Marcel. Dana White said he's going to get one. He said, go get a fight in the regional scene. Go get a win in the regional scene. We'll, we'll bring it to the UFC. That's what he told the kid. I don't get it. Why would you tell him to go sign somewhere else? Sign him right now. It doesn't matter if he came off a loss. Everyone liked that fight. That was like, if that was in the UFC, Marcel, that was $50,000 each. That was an amazing fight. Give me your thoughts on those guys. Yeah, I agree, man. That was a great fight. And I really like Sal River, Golden Boy, yeah. Mexican guy. I like Almeida really, too, man. He's fun. Yeah. Fun to watch. For sure. I, I mean, you need, no? you need two good for You need two to you need to say you need two to dance. Yeah, two to tango. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a good fight and uh, deserved uh, signing for Daniel Sal. Oh, 100%. Man. And I, I, I love seeing the emotion pouring out of this kid. He's crying. He's on the phone with his parents. Like, super young as well. Pardon? Super young as well. Yeah, he's like 22, I think. 23. Yeah, he's super young. Last guy, and obviously we thought our boy Jose doesn't agree with this one, but uh, um, Rizvan Kuniev defeats Edge of Von Santos, third-round knockout, but he didn't get signed. I didn't think he'd get signed. I was watching the fight thinking, Dana White probably fucking hates this fight because most of the fight was him pushing against the guy against the fence, finally gets the takedown in the third round against the guy who's 30 pounds uh, lighter than him, Marcel. Dana wasn't impressed by this fight. I don't think they invited him back for another fight. Dana White just didn't like this guy's style. Um, I think this guy's a Eagle Fighting Championship guy, so Khabib's got him under his roster, which is yeah. kind of why I thought they would sign him, just because of the Khabib connection. But I don't think Dana like Dana liked this fight. So give me your thoughts. Yeah, clearly he didn't like, and I don't think it was a great fight either. But you know, normally Dana signs even worse heavyweights because they need heavyweights. You know, so I was like, maybe he will sign him. You never know, but he didn't. Um, I didn't really mind because I don't think it was a great fight, but. Um, yeah, you know, Dana's always like, we need heavyweights. Even when even when they are gassed from the first minute and they win a decision, he's like, we need heavyweights. But this time, not. So, yeah, it sucks for Kuniev. But uh, got to be honest, wasn't a great fight. So uh, I think um, I, I, I pretty much agreed with uh, the two contracts. I think Borales could have got one as well. But the two guys who definitely deserve to get a contract got a contract. So, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Let me get these comments as well. Um Jose says, another other thing that sometimes uh, I wonder if it's going to happen to me is something similar to the Chris Benoit case thoughts. I mean, that is such a terrible situation. So it's sad because, you know, I was a huge – before I became an uh, MMA fan, Marcel, I was a wrestling fan. I loved wrestling when I was a kid. Chris Benoit was a Canadian fighter, the Crippler. Amazing wrestler. Amazing. The, the Four Horsemen, right? But he got uh, brain 
really sick in the head and he killed his family and killed himself. One of the worst uh, things that ever happened probably in, in pro wrestling, but it just shows the damage that CTE can do to these guys' brains, Marcel. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is still a new sport, guys, but as we go forward in the sport, you're going to see guys like, for instance, Chuck Liddell's in his early 50s. Wait till he's in his 60s, 70s. And I just start to, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying, like, what's his brain going to look like? You know what I mean, Marcel? So I just wonder what the sport, like, it's, you know, everyone's saying, oh, Dana Way says how safe MMA is and stuff. We don't really know that, though. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, it's still such a new sport. Sweet scientist. Yeah, and I see one of your tweets in the UFC broadcast. They should put your sister of Ryan Fredericks. Oh, that's that's like two sweet science. I mean, he's got, he puts his scores, Ryan. They usually put my analysis. It's awesome, man. It's cool. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm going to tweet either way. If they put it up there or not, it doesn't matter to me. But it's cool when they do. It's definitely a cool thing. Um, Zach's asking who he thinks the worst ref in the game. He named a bunch of guys. I mean, I, do we have to even go? I don't even have to ask you, Marcel. I already know you're going to say Chris Tyone. <laughs> right? Like, I don't, do I have to even ask you, man? Um, also, this guy just mentioned, this is a great point. Erwin Rivera is this guy's name. He k- tried to kill his sister. Yes. Remember that guy, Marcel? Like a few months yeah, ago, he went sure. crazy. And I think he said he, I think he's got some brain issues too. So yeah, I mean, listen, guys, it's been an interesting podcast. We've talked about a lot of deeper stuff than, than just the fights, which is good because, you know, the sport is, it's such an interesting sport in so many different ways, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like, but to me, it's like, we just, there's so many unknowns about the sport and what the damage will do to these fighters as they age. You know, Marcel, that's the number one thing. And I think about a fighter like, Casey O'Neill, she's been fighting since she was a te- like a like a teenager. What's she gonna look like in, in 30, 40 years? You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, I, I just wonder. So I, I I think it's an amazing sport, the best sport in the world, but there are a lot of risks in this. And we should mention that the guy who died didn't die in any fight, he died in a bare knuckle fight. And the bare knuckle thing, I we talked about this person. I'm not a huge fan of it. I just don't find it that entertaining, I'll be honest with you. And also, sure. they kept saying how it was safer than MMA. That is fucking bullshit. How is it safer than MMA? I don't understand that at all. Anyways, I, I just, I, I, I mean, you saw what Dave Feldman's coming out doing damage control now saying, you know, no one ever wants to see a death happen, but bro, this could be the end of bare knuckle. I think <laughs> Marcel, like, I, I feel like it's on the periphery anyways. Like, I don't think, you know, it, like a lot of these big states and stuff want to, in big co- countries want to even do it. And, you know, that's why you see it like Mississippi and all these places or Florida. Like you don't see like, yeah. do they even have it in Nevada? Do they have bare knuckle in Nevada? I don't think they do. I have right? no idea to be really honest, man. I, I barely watch, I barely watch bare knuckles. I only saw that clip because of Twitter. You know, I didn't watch that fight. You know what I mean, Marcel? So Max Holloway, he's never been dropped. He's the, he, he's taken the most punches in UFC history without being dropped, which is insane. Um, and he has, yeah, he's been fighting since he was a teenager too. Jose said so many stories you know, that's happening in me, like real life pro wrestling. It is, man. Like I said, Jose, when I was a kid, I loved wrestling. When you're an adult, you love MMA. It's like the evolution, Marcel. But unless you're, well, I don't have to say his name, but one guy's still stuck in, you know, loving wrestling when he should be loving MMA, I think. But anyways, let's uh, let's get out of here, Marcel. Plug your stuff. Let's go. Guys, I really appreciate the comments. Well, thanks again. Um, love the discussion today. We'll be back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, breaking down UFC Vegas 39. Marcel, plug your stuff. Let's get out of here. Big Marcel24 on Twitter, Instagram, still the same. And uh, MMADNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm broke a fight today, um, October 23rd, yeah. Jai Herbert fighting yeah. uh, Kamawardi. I saw someone tweet saying, man, this is brutal for the match because they're trying to find out who is the worst chain in the UFC <laughs> lightweight division. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I, I really don't even know what's going to happen. That's why I got to think about it some more. Sweet Scientist mentioned uh, top boxer Felix Veradeja facing murder charges right now. It's just terrible here. Um, again, thank, sweet scientist. Thank, I appreciate your comment earlier, man. That was nice of you. Thanks again. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at mmattermartinpodcast and theoddsbreaker.com. Um, I'm always there, guys. You guys can message me anytime. Uh, I'm also available at uh, bjpen.com and myamainnews.com. 
I'm also with the All-Star. Um, that's a cool website. And, of course, Elite Fantasy and Sports Betting. And I'm with this website called Bookies, which is cool. Like I mentioned at the beginning, we do, like, um, sports book reviews and stuff. It's actually kind of cool. So I'm actually writing about NFL and stuff for them, which is not, which is just completely different for me. But it's it's nice to, like, do a little something else. But MMA is my baby. I love it. And I'll be back tomorrow with Marcel to break down this card. Have a great day, guys. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace.